Hey, welcome back to Catalyst. Uh, this is Thad, your host, and as always, this is our Thursday episode, um, and today we're going to be doing another scripture study. Uh, today's scripture study is going to be on uh, today's Bible reading plan uh, verses, which is Ephesians 4. Uh, and then, uh, after I read through Ephesians 4, I'm going to share a little bit of breakdown, and uh, we'll just talk about it more in depth. So, yeah, let's, let's get into it. This is the word of the Lord. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit. Just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, one who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given by Christ. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. What does he ascended mean, except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is, Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love, as each part does its work. So I tell you this, and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their thinking, they are darkened in their own understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in his true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are angry. 
and do not give the devil a foothold in your life. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So yeah, that is Ephesians 4. Um, It's a lot to uncover, but I'm going to break it down for you and uh, talk to you about what all that means. So so chapter 4 of Ephesians describes both the unity of the believers and the new hope which Christians have in Jesus. The passage begins with Paul's mention of his imprisonment and his focus on Christian unity. There, He appeals to Christians to live in a way which reflects the grace we have been given by God. The second part of this message develops the concept of the new life believers have in Jesus. Paul begins to assign specific actions and attitudes to the new self, quote-unquote, all believers ought to take on. Because we are new creations when we believe in Jesus Christ. So we live new lives. We do not live our old ways, live in our old ways, or we do not live our old lives. The first part of the chapter begins a new section in which Paul urges his readers to live according to their calling that they have received as believers. What is that calling, you may be asking? Well, all of us are called on mission to share the gospel with others. That is what Jesus has called us to do, um, called the disciples to do. And since we have all received uh, the gospel and believed in Jesus, we are now his disciples. So uh, we are meant to go and share the gospel with all those who need to hear it. So this includes uh, having humility, gentleness, patience, and love. Unity and peace were essential, with Paul noting the importance of one spirit, hope, Lord, faith, baptism, God and Father of all. Grace is given to each of us as Christ desires. So then Paul quotes Psalm 68, 18 uh, in Ephesians 4, 8 uh, as a basis to his next teaching. Uh, He contrasts ascending and descending probably referring most likely to Christ coming from his throne in heaven uh, to us sinners on earth uh, to live a human life and to uh, relate to us and then to save us. However, there are some uh, churches that teach that uh, and understand this this passage as Christ descending uh, below, quote-unquote, the earth, 
uh, in some type of activity during the three days between his death and resurrection. Uh, verse 11 begins an important discussion of church leaders. Paul includes apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Some interpreters believe that pastor and teacher is a single category. These leaders have one main purpose, to equip believers for the work of ministry. This work builds up the church and increases unity, knowledge, and maturity. So, not only are spiritual gifts blessings, but those whom God has raised up to lead the church are gifts in their own way as well. Maturity, and yes, I say maturity, not maturity. Um, maturity is important because it keeps believers from being up and down in their walk with God. It also helps us avoid being deceived by false teachings. Instead, mature believers can speak the truth in love, focusing on Christ who keeps the body of Christ together. The second part of this chapter focuses on the new life believers have in Christ. Believers are, no, are to no longer live sinfully, as the Gentiles do. In this context, Paul is using the term Gentiles to refer to those who do not have the saving knowledge of Christ. Non-believers lack understanding and are separated by God due to their hardness of heart. They are callous to, to their sin. Uh, they, they are used to it. They're numb to it. Uh, believers must not be known for this way of life. Instead, believers put off this old self and set their minds on spiritual things. Basically, this is what it means to put on the new self of godly living. As a part of this new self that we put on, each believer is called to speak truth to his neighbor, since we are all family. We are not to sin when angry, not giving the devil an opportunity or advantage in our own lives. Believers are to work honestly. So no sitting around at work doing nothing and wasting company time or wasting your job's time, uh, but working honestly with integrity. Um, they, they also speak encouragement and not grieve the Holy Spirit. Believers are called to put away sinful practices and attitudes, being kind to one another and forgiving as Christ has forgiven us. So yeah, that is the breakdown for Ephesians 4. It's a great passage to remind us as believers how we should live and how we should not live. Um, putting on that new self and putting away the old self that we have now that we are in Christ Jesus. Well, hey, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and were able to take something away from it to apply to your daily walk with Jesus. Our hope and vision for this podcast is that it would be used as a tool and resource for further discipleship in your home. Catalyst was created to appeal to both students and their parents, so we will be releasing a couple of episodes per week filled with talks like today, deep dives into other scripture, and equipping lessons to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. If you liked our content today, be sure to follow us on Spotify. That way you are able to stay up to date with each episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, we want you to know Jesus, grow in him, and go out to share the good news. My name is Thad Risto, and I will see you in the next one.